Ladies and gentlemen, here is the latest bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. Step into the this is Macabre Grimoire with Airy Show, Travis Nye, and Robert Maley. Everybody. Welcome to Macabre Grimoire, Chapter 14, The Kickstarter Submarine Murder. I'm your host, Erie Show, here with my co-host, Robert Mailing and hey, Travis Nye. Hey. Sorry, I kind of jumped on top of you. You're okay. <laughs> wow. That's invasive. So, today's tale is a tale of murder most foul. Dun, dun, dun. Honestly, Funded by America. What? Well, Kickstarter. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, probably a lot of... Who else but Americans would... Say, Swedish guy building a giant submarine from scratch. Let's get on board with that. How can I throw money at this? Yeah. So usually, I was just telling you before we started, usually I always do a bit of research before we start, before we do our topic. Like, you do the preliminary kind of like history and like you, you know, put together this, you know, basically our notes. The super boring info dump. Right. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't say super boring, but yes, the info dump. And then... I like to just kind of go back and research it. Well, I don't know why, but I completely forgot what our topics were. But then you bring up that this is our topic tonight. I'm like, holy crap, I was just reading about this a couple days ago. So this is kind of a happy um, coincidence. So so anyways, yeah. So uh, I'm just going to jump in here and describe a little bit about what happened. So the name of the guy here is Peter Madsen, and he was a Danish submarine inventor at the center of the mysterious death of a Swedish freelance journalist named Kim Wall. Uh, He was convicted and sentenced to life in prison for killing and dismembering Wall in a macabre case that has gone down or has drawn international attention. Uh, Getting into some gruesome details here, so a little trigger warning or whatever for you. Uh, Wall's dismembered body was found off the coast of Copenhagen in August. Prosecutors had said that during the trip in his private submarine, uh, in this trip he was going, basically she was going to interview him about said submarine. So, kind of backing up just a bit. So, uh, Matson, he's kind of a hermit and kind of a quirky guy in town. Everybody kind of knows who he is and thinks he's kind of an interesting guy. But he kind of keeps to himself. And so in this town, like... People are very intrigued by him, but they don't know a whole lot about him. They just know that he built the submarine. And so what this reporter, Kim Wall, did is that she decided that she was going to go and interview him to kind of like, you know, kind of bring to light, you know, everything that he's been kind of working on. Because it's a very interesting story. It's a massive submarine. It's a... a, See the video clips. Yeah. Yeah. So um, everybody knew where she was. She was going onto the submarine to, you know, to basically get a tour, et cetera, et cetera. And then essentially... He says, and I don't know, if, are we getting into, like, the story of um, what his alibi was? Um, yeah, we can get into that a little but bit. But essentially, like, they go, on a, they go on an excursion out at sea. Um, he claims that she had an injury out at sea. She hit her head, and um, she died because as a result of those injuries. And so he didn't know what to do, so he wanted to dispose of her body. So... He's so if you kind of think about it, like he's just kind of this quirky, weird guy. You know, he has this incident, you know, and so he tries to take care of it the best way that he knows how. Now, this that's kind of a weird way to take care of it. I mean, why then also why dismember her body? You know, like that's where it gets like a little bit much. But he knew how to dispose of the body in the water. 
Well, kind of, because, I mean, it all came back up, so, but... But there's, like, there, I think there was, like, holes and stuff in her body to allow for, like, the gases to release so that she wouldn't, yeah, and like... And she was in bags that had weights in them, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's why it's kind of suspicious that he would do that. Oh, yeah, the, the, the but, forensics makes it seem, like, super premeditated. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, seeing the children climb into his submarine here is, like... Like, the, no, the, don't the, go! The, con- <laughs> yeah, the context of this video now compared to... But Jesus Christ, can you imagine building something like that yourself? Just from scratch? Uh, he, he must really trust his welds, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. That was kind of my thought. Like, how do you even test something like that? Without killing yourself. Yeah, because yeah. if it goes wrong, like, you're not bringing it back up. No. I mean, you you think about... I, I think about the, you know, the super early... The... What was it? The Huntsville or whatever? The... the uh, Confederate submarine that was basically like a underwater bike. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And d- before the like successful mission where it was lost forever, successful mission mm-hmm. the air, <laughs> yeah. where they, they put that explosive charge on that Union ship in the blockade and blew it up, um, before that it had like flooded two other times and then they'd recovered it and just removed the bodies. Do you know <laughs> that? It's just like, okay, third time's a charm. Yeah. Who wants to go out this time? Oh, man. Yeah, and if you look at it, oh man, the the stuff, it's like, everything is, uh... So it couldn't have went that parts. deep, because there's, I don't know how you would calculate, like, cabin pressure and all that yeah. stuff. Like, that's impressive in itself. He must have done a lot of Googling. It's, I'm kidding, it's it probably possible. wasn't Google. I was gonna say, he's... 2009? Well, yeah, yeah. He could have Googled that. Oh, yeah, he could have Googled the fuck out of that. Yeah. There was Google when I, I would was in say, high I would say Yahoo that, but no, that's still Google. Yeah, it's still totally Google. Yeah. yeah. Do you imagine having built something like that? I mean, if you built something like that, you're probably pretty confident in yourself, but I imagine building something like that, and the very first time you order, or, you know, you start to submerge it, yeah. just like every freaking little noise or anything like that, I'd just instantly be like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, so shit. So the, yeah. the submarine itself is what was the Kickstarter Right? Yeah. So what was the rewards? That is a great <laughs> Oh, dismembered pieces of a report. Well, we solved that mystery. No, uh, <laughs> I am not sure. They don't really get into that. That would be great to find out because I want to know what people's motivation were to give that dude money. Yeah. Let's see if we can find that here. The Kickstarter awards for the submarine. Yeah, like, do you get it just like a free ride? Because, I mean, that'd almost be worth it, but dude better come pick me up because I'm not going all the way out there. Yeah, it's going to be drowned out by... Yeah. Um, the murder. Poo. And then there's a whole bunch of, like, I, I underwater drones and stuff like that that I, are on Kickstarter. Yeah. I wonder if you, if, uh, like... Because he has to provide updates to his, you know, funding, her, his funders or whatever. I don't think you can do that from prison. That's true. Hey, guys, I'll get that to you in 25 Actually, years. Yeah, I'm guessing that it was probably pulled down when... Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we really don't want to be related to this. Yep. It's been 25 years. You said you're getting out. Where's my t-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted my signed piece. This is crazy. I, uh... Pretty cool. Just a submarine in itself looks like is it's cool. It's being ran in reverse. That's just how it comes up, man. Yeah, no, maybe that, it's not. No, that that was definitely that was, an ascend. Yeah, that was. Could use the word. Really cool, because when it descended, it had like jets of air coming out. Mm. You could see them mm-hmm. like bubble up. And it totally. 
yeah, if it weren't for the fact that there's like a horrible, horrible, like kind of a Lecter-esque murder involved here, I'd be like, this submarine thing is pretty damn cool. I want to hang out with this guy. What so a is weird this... thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so is this thing actually just like on display for people to look at? Because that's what it appears to be in these videos. Uh, well, he, you know, he parks it at that marina or whatever, and he basically takes people for rides on it. It looks like. Well, yeah, we know that, and they don't come back. But yeah, like where? What is? Uh, where yeah. is it now? Do we know? Um, I do not, or maybe maybe my notes have got it here. But uh, uh, evidence lockout B. Did it say that somewhere? No, I'm just. Oh, you're just making up shit. I'm just okay. making things up. That's all I'm good for. You're you're fine. You're fine. Uh, so let's see. So Madsen is 47 years old. Uh. So they're saying from the forensics that he bound, sexually assaulted Wall, and then either strangled her or cut her throat, and then tossed her body up into pieces before tossing it into the sea. Jesus. He was charged with homicide, dismemberment, and the indecent handling of a corpse. Damn, that's quite... I feel like that's an Xbox achievement that you would like unlock that's just like, whoa. <laughs> well, and the indecent handling of a corpse, I think that's an interesting charge. Not for, I mean, it's, it's appropriate for him, but like, I wonder when they started charging people with that indecent handling of a corpse, you know, like, right. like who determined, like, like, well, they really fucked this person up. You should up. really cradle the neck when you pick them up. Yeah, you need to be that gentle. That is indecent handling of a corpse. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm guessing at the point that you have like a severed limb and you're like throwing it off a boat that you've it's kind of like the that old supreme court quote about pornography it's like i know it when i see it this is like i'm guessing it's kind of like that where it's like you see it and you're like yeah that's the little okay yeah definitely mm. gotta charge that guy with something I don't right know why. Let's make but up, here's let's make up a law called indecent handling of a corpse but here's, for what the hell he's doing to that body here's here's the thing that gets me it's homicide okay so you killed somebody you're getting another charge for dismemberment which I think would already quantify indecent handling of a corpse. You know what I mean? Like you really like so. I, that well, tells me I can dismember someone, but dispose of it properly. Like you, you know, like that's well, what you, I think is funny. If you go to court for a speeding ticket, there's usually like two or three tickets on top of that, just yeah. so they can say like, "Well, we're going to be nice and throw these away and just give you the speeding." Yeah, ticket. that's that's a very common uh, prosecutor yeah. thing where they'll. They'll like stack up charges. Like uh, the, oh, the trailer sure. for the new season of Serial mm-hmm. came out this morning, and that was one of the. It's going to be a, a bunch of stories about courthouses in Ohio and just like regular people's court cases instead oh. of like a big high profile. Gotcha. And she picked Ohio because they gave her permission to record like in judges' chambers. Oh wow! Like in the courtroom, like everywhere. So she's got like the whole process oh, from beginning cool. to end from all angles. It sounds really amazing, but in the case, and this is. This is not abnormal at all. In the case that was the particular one going on in the trailer, uh, the guy was getting charged with, in addition to, uh, he was standing there with his friend when the friend killed the guy. Uh, he was also getting charged with, because it, they'd held the like other people there at gunpoint for a few minutes, they were getting kidnapping and a whole bunch of, basically they piled on oh, like, wow. kidnapping and... We- different weapons charges and all sorts of stuff so that they Reckless could add it up to like 70, 80 years because yeah. they wanted him to plead out but he's like, no, I wasn't there I am innocent and then he was like, I'm going to represent myself because my lawyer is like, no, you've got to take a plea deal what? Right, yeah Did he get 
out of it? Like, what's the resolution? Well, it's a trailer, so she didn't tell us if he got out of it. Oh, she just no. brought us up If I ever went like. to trial for anything, I would for sure represent myself. <laughs> like, I would... I would do it. I don't see that ending well for you in any kind of context. Oh, I would do it. I don't think you could do it. I think, uh, I think an important pe- thing for people to realize, though, is that your lawyer is not is also not on autopilot and does not always have your best interest at heart. Right. right. So you have to... That's one thing I've, I've learned the hard way is that uh, when you're dealing with legal stuff is that your lawyer is your employee and you have to direct them right. and be mm. like, if they're like, oh, well, I recommend this, but you really don't want to do that, then you got to let them know and be like, no, these are my orders. Carry them out. You know? Yeah. Do as I say. Yes. <laughs> In a way, they won't backlash on me. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Now I kind of want to be rude, but I'm just saying like, right. just be like, no, this is the decision. respect your lawyer. People. We're yeah. not, we're not saying, you know, treat them like dirt. Right. They're expensive and, I guess worth it. They do a lot of work. I know. I know quite a few lawyers. So. So on top of what we were talking about, like just creating these, uh, what circumstances? What, you, what was that called? Like mishandling of a corpse. Dis- indecent handling. Indecent of handling a of a corpse. So yeah. I had allegedly stole a stop a stop sign in my youth, and they had tried to charge me with attempted manslaughter. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But they never found... That's a bit dramatic. Yeah, and they never found said stop sign. So, that didn't stick. Yeah. Jesus. But I'm not guessing the idea was they were hoping you were just a dumb kid and they'd get you to plead out? Well, kid like 19. Right, still. Right, yeah. In a courtroom, 19 is still young and dumb. Right, yeah. And old enough to know better. Yeah, like they gave me the charges and they're like, if we find the weapon, which is the missing stop sign... (laughs) <laughs> Which they never did, so they're like, "Don't do it again." And I'm like, "Don't do what?" <laughs> Didn't do nothing. Exactly. Still haven't done anything, right? Allegedly. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on that? Right? Yeah, I can talk about it now because I never did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> talk about the case in you know right. small details here and there. Lee versus Nye. <laughs> Stop sign had it coming. Yes. If it. Maybe. <laughs> if it happened. If, if I did it. <laughs> right, yeah. If it happened. If I did it, the Travis Nye story. Yeah, really. Oh, my God. Could be a book. Exactly. You should write a book. That'd be funny. All right. Okay, so during the trial in Copenhagen, uh, Madsen confessed that he had cut up Wall's body. Confessed that he cut up Wall's body, saying it was so he could more easily remove her from the submarine and bury her at sea. The... That's what that one guy did. Um, Robert Durst. No, Robert... De Niro. No. The guy who... Uh, it was. He did that in Casino, right? What? No. Um, it's So technically, wouldn't he be the captain? So he would be like... I think it's Law Robert Durst. Order right there, and he would be judge, jury, and executioner. Yes, okay. So Robert Durst, that's what he did. When he was down in Texas, he and his roommate got into a sewing, like a quote-unquote altercation and the gun went off and killed his roommate in reality he actually killed him so he didn't know what to do so instead of just calling the cops because he panicked he chopped his neighbor up into pieces and buried him in the bay like we'll put him in the water or whatever obviously people found him 
Oh. But, and that, but that's what he said, because it was more easily to move his body because it was easier to do in pieces versus all at once. That's the thing. It's like when you get to the point where it's like it's one thing to like panic and not call the cops right away or something right. like that. But to panic and then methodically chop up the butt. Yeah. You'd think that about the third or fourth limb, you'd be like... This is uh, a bit much. This is a, yeah, this I, is... This isn't but much. I still think with him being at sea and the captain of his own vessel, he has a little bit of... Oh, he thinks he has jurisdiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's... Yeah, see? I've heard about that, too. Law of the sea. I mean, I pronounce you dead, and we will carry out your... your so I, I think sea captains could wed people. I don't know if they have the ability to, like... Kill them? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they have the ability to wield capital punishment. I missed that part of the orientation on Carnival Cruise. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise they, me. They don't go over it there. <laughs> they don't do that. I've li- they, don't, they don't do it. All right, okay, keep, okay so... Okay, so, uh, it, it, here's some testimony from Madsen here. What do, you, what do you do when you have a large problem? You make it smaller. Oh, no. I'm really, really sorry about what happened. Oh. He told the court. Jesus. That's okay. a terrible yeah, thing to say. Yeah, but he kind of backfired because he didn't make one problem. He made multiple. Yeah. In that sense. In reading the verdict, Judge Annette Broke uh, said that Madsen's explanation that Wallet died in an accident was not credible and that Madsen had committed murder in a serious and brutal man- manner to a randomly chosen woman who had accepted his offer to go on a trip in the submarine. So ladies, don't trust boys in submarines. Just don't do it. Don't get in the boy with. Don't get into the submarine with the boy. Just by yourself. Yeah. Bring a friend. Safety in numbers. There you go. I'm just. But it's so high profile. I mean, you're already the the only guy in his own giant submarine. So I mean, like everybody's got to see you like fucking coming and go. It's probably like live streamed on on Instagram right. every time you leave the bay. You probably, know? yeah. I just don't. I just can't understand. Like, why would you commit those crimes on this person? Like against this person when it's known that she's going to come and and like be with you, like. Everybody knows that she's going to do this. So why would you just choose this as your person to go through with your crimes? Like I get, I'm kind of thinking it might be something that this is kind of well, I, almost like a fe- not. I wouldn't say I know I'm not going to go so far as say fetish, but I, but I want I do want to say I think this is a fantasy of his that like it was his dream to get a woman alone with him on a submarine and then, you know, do things like basically like have sex or whatever, but. I think there's so many easier ways. I mean, Jesus. there's oh yeah, there's of course there's, but he's crazy. He doesn't know that. And then I think yeah. it just got too, it got out well, of hand and a bit, a bit, a bit out of hand. Yes. I, 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 and unfortunately, you know, Kim Wall was the victim of of this. So I mean, realistically, though, put yourself in the situation. If you're home by yourself, and I'm not talking perverted or anything like that, but sure. if you're home by yourself, you're going to do things that you'd normally not do around your friends and family. Because you feel comfortable at home, sure. alone and with by your own person. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, if you extend that a million times to where you're in a place where absolutely nobody will see what you're doing, hear what you're doing, a hundred percent secluded, what would you really do if there is no consequences? I would fart Probably so not loud. Sexually assault a woman and try. I agree cases. with that, but let's pretend that this was not premeditated and it truly was. An accident, let's say he was attracted to her, hit on her, whatever. She got upset. 
Oh, you mean like I have a person over in yeah. my little dungeon? Yeah. yeah, it resulted into a confrontation. One thing led to another. Yes, okay, he did sexually assault her. Not a good idea. An accident happened. Now this person that you're with is dead. Nobody is around to know it was you, how it happened, why it happened. Your mind is instantly going to figure out a way to get out of it. True, true. So that was his thinking. And, you know, I mean, if you're out to sea, I mean, that's probably the safest place of any to really try to get away with it. Right. I almost kind of think he sexually Robert looks like her. he's... I think Gears he, are turning like this is not a bad idea and he might get a submarine. <laughs> oh, I think no, no I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on this. I think I think it was his intention all along to sexually assault her. Like I think that was like her coming into his dungeon and like, oh yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through with this. But then the realization of after he had after he had done what he did, she's going to obviously turn me in and I can't have that. So now I need to get rid of my problem, but right. but not thinking, like, oh, people are going to know that she's here, but he's probably just like, I can't have this, you know, rape charge put against me, so I need to get rid of her, and yep. then... Well, this almost goes back to that movie, or that Netflix thing, uh, The Push, that I told you guys to watch, where, yeah. uh, you know, it's like a peer pressure thing on, okay, let's talk this guy into con- uh, committing murder... And he actually went through with it in a real-life scenario, not knowing it was televised. Oh, Jesus. Or another person went through it. Yeah, he didn't. Because the, right. the one yeah. that they let us st- st- uh, follow from the beginning is the only one right. that didn't. And right. And everyone else did. Yep. And so, I mean, that same thing. Like, you just never know what you're going to do with that amount of pressure on you. Silence. Just, yeah, uh, I, I'm just awestruck. It's like... Uh, uh, Butch Jaspin, who is the prosecutor on this, here's a good quote: "So heinous and repulsive that as a prosecutor it renders you speechless." I think that's pretty much where I'm at with. with right. This. It's like you said. It just, you know, it's kind of like an entitlement culture thing, and uh, like, like, like you guys are saying it. This like this was his little world. His submarine was like mm-hmm. his like his yeah. safe space and his yep. dungeon, and yeah. I think he just wanted to get his rocks off and then realize he made a mistake and then tried to take care of it. I'd like to know what the guy's like a terrible way. previous history is of, you know, getting in trouble or anything like that. I don't recall him really having any like previous Record. criminal history. Yeah. I, I think he was kind of a shut in and he was kind of a a quirky guy in the community and you know he makes his submarine and everybody's really and he, interested and, he and, uh, and he's kind of yeah like a recluse and a nerd yeah. didn't have a criminal record right and this is not his first submarine he'd actually built several smaller ones first okay mm-hmm. that were also crowdfunded which was part of why so he basically built up to this so this was kind of his his thing uh the naked torso had been stabbed 15 times jesus so that at that point in time, that's actually a what do they call that? A passion. It's it's kill? overkill. They call yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so me- that means that yeah, there was passion involved. It wasn't like calculated. Right. Because there was rage. Now I'm sad because of Travis. I get that we can't look up uh, what the rewards were for supporting that submarine. Right. I want to know what if they ever got them. Award- I mean, like, I know what awards are for, like, for, like, fund my movie, you know? It's usually, like, associate producer credits and, um, 
like, I don't know, a walk-on roll or, you know, a signed copy or a free poster, you know, like... And did they get their money back because they probably never received their reward? <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of things here. Yeah. If I back this, I'd be upset. So this is a Reddit thread we're kind of looking at to see. Yeah. Is, um... This is I don't think they're kind of like they're kind of trolling on it. So, yeah, it's just it's a very interesting and kind of an unfortunate, kind of a new kind of case. And the, oh, I want to say the submarine sank because wasn't that part of the whole like his explanation was that she, you know that it, that, that uh, so I think that was part of his cover up. Yeah, and I think that's part of why they recovered the body parts and stuff as they probably went and recovered the submarine. Yes. I, now that you're saying that, I think it did. Because he wanted to play it up as, like, uh, mm-hmm. something terrible yes, happened to the we, submarine. Yes. Like, she died in the process of the submarine sinking and the, then, therefore, that's why she perished at sea. And so I, but I made it back. And then they find out that, like, uh, nah, brah, like, come on. <laughs> nah, brah. Yeah, this is not legit. Sank, it didn't somehow sever all the limbs and put them in separate bags. Right, because with he, weights. Right, if, now if he had just left it at, like, not dismembered her, first of all, and just left he her in the submarine. Yeah, he probably could have gotten away with it if he, if she had if looked been natural for those enough. kids and their forensics team. But the thing, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, though, is like, how much DNA evidence can you get off of a corpse once it's already been in the water like i don't know those answers so dental records but that's not the one i'm trying to prove I'm, i mean obviously we know who she, it is she's talking about the secondary dna from him yeah um, good good phrasing wow we're so smart so yeah scroll down scroll down get a good line there uh up nope other way keep going something about uh carbon monoxide poisoning yeah so madsen denied killing wall but had given different explanations on how she died including that she'd suffered fatal carbon monoxide poisoning inside of the craft while he was on deck that's bullshit he's on deck too god he did not think this out no and that's why it's kept changing and then i did i mention the story because he kept changing the story that at one point the story was that the hatch had fallen on her head yeah yep Mm -hmm. and uh but there was no... But they found the severed head, but the skull wasn't completely intact, like, with no blunt force trauma. Right. Mm. Even then, like, <sighs> carbon monoxide or the hatch falling on her head, like, OSHA would charge him for something. Well, like, he's not a workplace, though. Yeah. It, yeah, but probably it's... Probably, like, manslaughter, or at least open you up to, like, a wrongful death suit. Probably. Right. Well, in the U.S., I don't know how that works over in Denmark. Yeah. yeah. They all just have to, like, dance in wooden shoes or something like that, or how that works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, drink out of each other's shoes. Yeah. That's it. As is their way. Hmm. It's a beautiful <laughs> culture. Anyway. Um, yeah, so huh. that that is the murder most foul of the Kickstarter submarine murder. Wanted to cover this one because this is such a quirky, like, the new 21st century age of information and social media and murder and just kind of like this is it's not a crime that would have taken place in like any other time or period right quite right. the same way a crowdfunded submarine that's insane 
Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, somebody crowdfunded to get to make potato salad and they made like millions of dollars off of it. So, I mean, you can crowdfund to do pretty much anything, especially on Kickstarter. Yeah, Kickstarter's the Wild West. It's just It pretty much is, yeah. Getting people to actually like find your your campaign is the key. So, I think yeah. I don't know. I've never run a successful Kickstarter, so. Yeah, I'll see there. Um so I have something that happened to me a couple nights ago. Can I talk about it, or do we want to go into the next? Okay, okay. So um, we have right now in our house six cats. Just we're fostering two of them, and the four we have four cats that belong to us. So I'm, and we live like in an old farmhouse. Last last September we had a mouse, a mouse problem. So every night at about. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'd hear a squeak and here comes my cat, Cooper, coming upstairs with a cat with a mouse in his in his mouth. And I'm like, oh, share fuck. Because he just lets it go and he doesn't kill it. Aww. And so it's, so now I have to do it. I'm not kill it, but like get rid of it. Because yeah. I'm not going to kill it. So, yeah, it was awful. So anyways, so a couple nights ago, I'm laying on my couch, going to sleep. We have to sleep separate because of the cats. It's kind of a thing. Anyways, um... I have Cooper settled in at, at my feet. Sirius is settled in between my legs. And I'm thinking, okay, am I ready to, like, drift off to sleep? And all of a sudden, I feel Sirius jump up off my legs and head out and head towards, like, the bathroom. I'm like, whatever. He probably sees a bug. Like, he's a kitten. So he's probably just going to go after whatever he sees. Then, like, Cooper perks up. And he's, and I feel him perk up. And then he takes a step forward. And then he takes off in the direction of Sirius. Normally, they are fighting like wrestling or whatever playing around so i'm just like whatever you two like what i'm gonna go back i'm just gonna get some sleep then i hear the most god-awful sound i have ever heard and it was like a like it was like it was like this chattering and screeching and squeaking and i'm like what the fuck is that so i get up like i think something like so Sirius has been chewing on the speaker cords in in our living room. So I'm thinking, fuck, did he, like, chew all the way through these cords and all the speakers are freaking out? Like, I don't know what's going on. So I wake up, and I get up, and I see that the speaker cord's still intact, but there's this sound still. I'm like, what is going on? Sirius comes out of Dominic's office, and he has something in his mouth. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's a mouse. So then I turn on the lights, and then it's like... it it's bigger than a mouse. I'm like, oh my God, it's two mice. Just like the way he was holding it. It looked like there was like two, like one, like he had one mouse in his mouth and then another mouse was like hanging on to the other mouse trying to like, I'll save you buddy. You know, something like that. Well then he, he lets go of it and sets it on the ground. It is neither. It is a bat. And I'm like, Oh God. And I, at this point in time, I'm holding a towel in my hand. As I was ready to, like, capture said mouse. And then I hear a voice in my head say, throw it on top of the bat. And I, but I couldn't do it. I was just, like, terrified because I didn't know what the hell to do. And then the bat gets up and then proceeds to fly at my face. And I was like, ah! So I threw oh. the towel at the bat. And then I start screaming. As, oh, my God. I was screaming so freaking loud. So then... I run upstairs to go get Dominic, and Dominic is just like, um, what? What's going on? And I'm like, there is a bat in the house. Like, we need to get rid of this bat. And he's just like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? It flew at my face. And he's like, okay, just give me a sec. So he's like taking his sweet ass time. I'm, meanwhile, I'm like, there is, like, there's a situation. We need to take care of it. So he, he, he follows me downstairs. 
And then he gets some pants on. He puts a shirt on. I'm like, why are you getting dressed? <laughs> like, why? So he grabs my towel. He hangs it up between the, the threshold between our upstairs and the kitchen. And he just sits there for a minute. And he looks at me and he goes, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what to do? We have to get rid of the bat in the house. We have to figure it out. And he's like, I know, but I just... I just don't know. So then he looks, he kind of peeks behind the towel and then he kind of goes, Whoa, like the bat must have like flew at him. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is hysterical. So he decides that he's just going to open up the front door to our house and the bat will just leave on its own, which we've done that before. We've had bats in our house before. And, um, I just bumped the mic. Sorry. Um, so I'm like, okay, that's fine, but we have two door dashers, Sirius and Cooper. We can't do that. So Sirius had just come up the stairs to be like, hey, guys, what's going on? So Dominic takes Sirius, and he puts him upstairs, locks him in the bedroom. He then grabs a fitted sheet to drape over himself and to crawl army style through the house <laughs> to get to Cooper, to put Cooper in the office. So imagine this lump of a sheet moving through the house. Trying to get to the cat, and then uh, then he covers Cooper up in the sheet with him, and then Army crawls him into the office and shuts the door. So now he goes to the front door. Army crawls to the front door, opens the front door, and then he waits. And then I hear him a little bit. I don't, I don't see it anymore. I'm like, oh god. So then I peek and I look into the kitchen, and I don't see it either. So I'm like, where did this thing go? And then I look, and it had perched itself up uh, against the seat between like the ceiling and like where the wall is at. So like in a corner. And I'm like, oh my god, I see it. And he's like, where? I'm like, it's right over here. So he comes. So then I put myself onto the porch because we have like a, it's like a separate from the kitchen. So I go onto the porch and I shut the door behind me. Dominic comes into the kitchen and he and he kind of peeks his head around the corner and he sees it. So then he ducks down. I don't know why ducking would have like done anything, but he ducks down even further underneath the bat and like comes on, joins me onto the porch and he's like, he's like, okay, I think I got an idea. So he goes back into his office and he comes back and he looks at me and he goes, don't laugh at me. I'm like, okay, why? And he's like, he gets he gets out a hockey mask. And it's not any hockey mask. It is Jason's hockey mask from Friday the 13th. That's that photo I saw. Yes! He was bat hunting and he had the Jason yes. mask. Yes! <laughs> that is awesome. Because, yeah, he had like a... He made like a homemade hazmat suit like, yes. with the gloves and then they were fastened on the oh sleeves. Oh my god! <laughs> I immediately was like, just busted out live. I went... <laughs> I just bust out live. I'm laughing his... Please, please tell me you videoed this. For no, we didn't, because that's it. what everybody has asked us. Like, did you video it? No. So he, okay, so he puts the mask on. He puts his winter snow blowing jacket on. He puts on some gloves, and then he get then he goes around the corner and he gets uh, a beanie on. He finds out that the beanie won't fit with the mask on, so he has to take the mask off, put the beanie on, and then put the mask back on. Because his philosophy was he didn't want the bat to scratch out his eyes, which what he's got some weird things with stuff. So he puts all this garb on. I'm. I'm hysterics. Like I am laughing so hard. So then I we calm ourselves down. He goes. He goes to the bat. He. I'm like, you need a chair to get up there to get the bat down. He positions the chair underneath the bat, and then he stands in front of the chair and he looks up at the bat. And I just see his his shoulders go. 
he takes like four deep calming breaths to like pump himself up to get the bat out of the house. And he has some, he has some to a towel in his hands too so he can grab the bat so the bat won't like fly away. So he, he takes some deep breaths. He gets up on the chair. Then he takes a couple more deep breaths. And then he just goes, ah, and he gets it. And he grabs it and the bat just freaks out. I don't know whether it's not whatever sound it makes. And then he like he's running as fast <laughs> as he can. And then he shoves it out the front door and he slams the front door and he's like, like <gasps> and then just can you imagine this, you guys? A Jason, and you know, full like Jason, like hockey mask, where whatever, running out the front door of our house, being like, Throwing a towel out of the house and into the night. It must have looked ridiculous to our neighbors. So he gets back inside. He's still wearing he's still wearing everything. And I'm like, I have to get a picture of you in this. This is so funny. <laughs> so he let me take a picture of him. So I'll share that picture to our Facebook page awesome. um, once this episode drops. But yeah, God, that was the fun that was just yeah, it was it was exciting and it was hysterical. Um, I have now closed off the basement so that way the cats can't go into the basement and get anything else out of there while I'm sleeping. So so yeah, so that was my excitement. Nice. And is that and I think that's it for chapter fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook and uh, also. Remember that uh, our episodes play on Live 605, so you can check that out along with all of our other podcasts at thesueempire.com. Don't forget the the. Um, yeah, and we will see you all next time. Yeah. Bye! Macabre Grimoire is a production of thesueempire.com. Learn more at macabregrimoire.com.